Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio, uh, nominated for an ARIA Award. Uh, yep. For 2021, uh, so uh, but it's not going to change us, Steve, is it? It's not, not going to change, change the way we do this show. The show will be the same old show, the same banger tunes, and the same sort of stuff you always love <laughs> with the same beat. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way we talk now because we're yep. nominated. Uh, nominated so nominees just, speak like this. This is the way it goes. Okay, so uh, just going out uh, to uh, to everybody out there. Uh, we'll talk about recycling well. chat later on. <laughs> Big recycling chat. Big, big, yeah. big recycling refuge, chat. A refuge chat, we're calling that uh, future now. Do not refuse it. Market. No. I will not refuse that chat, Steve. Oh, oh great banter. Voices again. Great banter. <laughs> Absolutely great. <laughs> Top-notch bands. Yeah. Uh, no, I couldn't. I could, we can't be that. We're not going to let can't it change us, Steve. Oh, I've got no. a head rush. We're not, we're not going to let it change us, are we? No. Well, we, no. Well, we haven't won it yet, no. have we? I mean, <laughs> We've not won it at all. <laughs> I mean, I've looked at the nominees. One of them's Alan Partridge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all scripted and we're not scripted. So if we were to win, that would be a real poke in the eye for the people who wrote those scripts. <laughs> Our random chat by all sorts that we do not plan. absolute rubbish. <laughs> I spent nine months drafting that script. I did yeah. 52 drafts. Oh, God. <laughs> We're beat by two mates having a chat who sound like they don't even know they're on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them's in, in like three mattresses, mucky mattresses. <laughs> Welcome to Gozo FM, Mattress FM. <laughs> hashtag bin chat. Imagine, hashtag bin chat wins it for us. Oh, Imagine. Nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, all those Take scripts that. going in people's bins, that'd be ironic, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, forget it. Shh. What's the point? Anyway, it's not, it's not going to change us though, Steve. No. No, no, no. It's not going to change us. Stick around this morning. We are going to be having an idiot amnesty uh, later on in the show. I'll give you more details about that later. That, Steve, is called a tease forward in radio speak. Very professional. That's the sort of thing I've learnt uh, since been uh, nominated. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. I don't know if you saw this story this week. I presume it happens every year. What's uh, it's called like a Josh fight. It's, oh, I um, did see something yeah. on Twitter about this. Yeah, what, what was the what was the deal with a Josh fight? Uh, so uh, it's basically loads of people uh, called Josh, and they all arrive in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, to battle for the popular name. Okay, okay. It's uh, the the event begins with an epic contest of rock paper scissors between organisers Josh Swain and another Josh Swain from Omaha, oh. and yeah, tough one. Uh, the Arizona Josh won the contest. The subsequent pool noodle fight uh, was open to anyone with the first name Josh. In the end, uh, five-year-old Josh Vinzer Jr., nicknamed Little Josh, was crowned the winner. He received a Burger King crown, a champion's belt, and a small trophy. Um, it was. A spectacle, uh, says local journalists. I would describe it as an internet meme come to life. Uh, the event also sparked a charity fundraising drive, which raised over £8,000 for a local children's hospital. The idea uh, for the event came uh, last year when uh, Josh Swain, in a spell of pandemic boredom, started a group message with as many people he could find on Facebook who shared his first and last name. The college student challenged the doppelgangers to a duel for the right to be known as Josh on the 24th of April 2021. King Josh. Uh, so it's like the ba- Battle of the Josh. Mm. Josh, Josh I, I, I know it's Josh Gad. There's a Josh off. I'm only joshing. That's what I'd call it. Yeah. Yeah. Josh off doesn't sound right. No, let's not say Josh off. <laughs> now I've said it out loud. Yeah. I feel like we might get in trouble for that. Let's not say Josh off again. Um, I was thinking, Steve, if there was a Battle of Steve's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a field in. Let's say Wolverhampton, why not give you home advantage? Yeah, let's have a fight in Wolverhampton <laughs> of all the Steves. <laughs> all the Steves. We've taken the um, uh, the Josh idea of a ready m- raising money for a children's charity, and we are also <laughs> going to have a fight in Wolverhampton in a field with everyone called Steve. <laughs> yeah, a fight though, not even... No. I'm just wondering... What, a British dog or something? Would you include Stevens, or, or would it just be Steves? I think we'd let the Stevens in, but not the PH Stevens. No, the no, PH Stevens could do one. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I think that's fair enough. You've got some tough Stevens out there, Steve. 
Go on. Who have I got? Well, let's have a look. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's literally called Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's He's a wrestler. I'm red hot. He might be Stone Cold. I'm red hot, man. Take him right down. (laughs) All right. Steven Seagal. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm rethinking on a this bit now, though, isn't it? I'm getting on a bit. I just put some banana skins on the floor, slip him over. He'll do turn a hip. Or maybe you should have just when he turns up, go. Actually, we've said no, Stevens. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. You said yeah. no, Ph Stevens, man. Wow, the rules have changed, Steve. I'm a V. I'm a V. Steven. Steven, listen to me. This isn't your fight. This is Wolverhampton, and you're in the wrong town. I yeah. travelled three thousand miles to be here, man. This is Wolverhampton. We do things differently here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else? Steve Carell, you could have him, couldn't you? Yeah. He's, Steve he's, Martin, easy. Yeah. Steven Spielberg. Banjo over his head. Uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go, look at that shot there. And he'd start, oh, look at the horizon. Just yeah, very good. Cliff. Yeah. There you go. Steven Gerrard. Uh, well, Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, Soft young. He's still one, young as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tough mm. one, that. Uh, Steve Buscemi, easy. He don't look well. No. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like you can push him over. I think he'll yeah. be fine. I think a strong coffee would take him out. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King. Whoa. I know he's seventy three, but supernatural stuff though, wouldn't he? Doing all Crikey. weird stuff on you. Yeah. Don't know about that. Not sure. Not sure about that. But I tell you what, though, Steve. I yeah. think it's between you and Guttenberg. Yeah, it is between me and Guttenberg. I think, yeah. I think out of the two of you. Yeah, yeah. But I think we'd get on, and you know, we'd have a little chat about stuff, and yeah, maybe we just decide it was a draw. Between the two, the draw Steve's. between Steve Guttenberg and Steve Edge. Yeah, yeah, could could be. Could be. I look and we'll go and celebrate. We go to the Banks's Brewery, have a pint of uh, pint of Wolverhampton ale, and then everyone's happy. Bag of pork scratchings. Happy days. That's that's how you win in those times. <laughs> Jason Manford, um, you're in Gozo, aren't you? I am in Gozo in Malta. You're yeah. in Gozo. Uh, well, we've had an email from Graham T about Gozo, uh, which actually falls into this. From the darkest recesses of the minds of Jason Manford's listeners, queries from the ash. Still don't get that jingle. Still don't get it. I don't really get it, but it's really, <laughs> it's really long. It feels like it's going to be a really sort of like sinister, sort of suspenseful yeah. question. I think we need to change it, though. I think we need to change that up. Because it's not. It up a you little know, bit. Put some sleigh bells Also, Graham T. Yeah, Graham T has not messaged something that's like spooky or anything. No. I don't know what happened there. I think someone was having a bit of a meltdown <laughs> on that day when they made that. Uh, Graham has messaged. He says, um, Jason, Steve, about 30 years ago, I went to Gozo. Oh. Stayed in, uh, I think he's called Zlendy Bay. Schlendy. The Z, it's the X's. Yeah, the X's are sh, so it's Schlendy Bay. Robin Asquith lives oh, in right. Schlendy Bay. Just a little bit of X is local a trivia for you. Now, is it? it is over oh, here, yeah. And the GH is silent. Yeah. So that's even better. Oh, okay. Really helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Asquith lives there. Wow, is it? He lives, in, he lives in Schlendy Bay, yeah. There you go. So you're near, and where is it in the world? If it's like Malta? Uh, no, it's Gozo, the island next to Malta. Well, oh, okay. Cam- so Camino's the to island next to, next to Malta. Okay. Uh, well, Graham says, uh, we had a great time, including partaking of the odd gallon of local wine. Fanar, yeah. fanar. Uh, yeah, loads of, loads of wine, man. Loads of wine. Um, a little tip for Steve is do not bring any home. Although it's lovely in the heat of a Maltese summer, when we opened the cherished bottle of Gozo White on our return to Peterborough a couple of months later, it was absolutely undrinkable. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. horrible. Is it, when I say undrinkable, we had to mix it with lemonade before pouring about half a bottle down the kitchen sink. Mm, uh, the good yeah. news is that the drains have uh, needed cleaning. There's no no longer a rat problem. So it worked out for him. But So whatever well, wine you're drinking there, Yeah, yeah. I will say this. Just be careful. Go I'm a Gozo guy now, yeah? Yeah, you're a Gozo guy. I mean, I went to I went to Malta the other day. I went, got the ferry to Malta. I uh, went to Valletta. A bit busy, you know, lots of yeah. traffic, noises, like construction. Got back to Gozo. I was like, ooh, I'm a Gozo guy. But what I was going to say, because I'm a Gozo guy, mm. is yeah, 40 yeah, years ago, you know, wine wine has changed a lot. Because I think I think their wine's quite good now. I haven't, you oh. know, I haven't found the good wine yet because I don't know who to people to speak to. But I spoke to Robin Asquith <laughs> I mean, the other day and yeah. I said this about the wine and he said, let me hook you up. There's, there's oh, some okay. good wines. Asquith knows. Asquith knows his wines. Asquith knows his wines. Um, although I would say, Steve, uh, when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, you you drank some wine that's mm-hmm. that label was on upside down. It was so. upside down. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, mate, there's cheap wines <laughs> that's everywhere. That's not a good sign. No, that's not a good one. But it was it was three euros. So that I don't. That's a good wine. I'm not sure that's a good yeah, wine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I wonder what the worst wine in the world is. Mm, I don't know. I bet, there's a, I bet there is a wine out there that's just like the worst in the world. I think I think forty years ago, Australian wine had a terrible reputation. Now it's you know everyone loves a bit of Australian. Really? I'm just plant, actually, I've just googled worst wine in the world. Yeah. And uh, a lot of it is Australian. Mm, actually, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Australian. Is that German. like a French website though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Worstwine.fau. Dans le monde. <laughs> oh, well, I hope you, uh, I hope you and Graham uh, sort out your Well, wine, sort out I will wine. say this. I mean, I'm not, you know, there's a little microbrewery on the island called your Lord Chambray, and that has been my nice. go to. They do a. A citrus pale oh, yeah. ale, which is um, in in sort of conjunction with the Huddersfield Brewery. So you know, it's all worked out is well. It? Mm, wow, that's yeah. worked out then. Crikey, it's called Sylvia, weirdly named after the wife of the woman who lives the bloke who runs the Huddersfield Brewery. Oh, a wow. beer called Sylvia. How about that? Who knew? Who knew that it was there so? I mean, that's only forty minutes from my house, Steve. Yeah, but I think this. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's only made over here. This one, the Sylvia. Oh, I see. Fair Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Steve, it, it's arrived. What has? Do you remember about a year ago? Yeah. I was telling you about I went on like an auction site one night. Um Yeah. And it was um and it, I was in that sh- I was in the show Chichi Chichi Bang Bang, wasn't I? Oh, okay. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, I do remember this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Car in a glass uh, box, yeah. Yeah, and they basically <laughs> Auctioned everything out. This is about a year ago, if you listen to the podcast. Mm. And they were auctioning everything that was in the show, because the show wasn't coming back. And I was actually trying to buy Chitty Chitty Bang Bang itself, because there's only about seven in the world. Mm. So I thought, well, yeah. that'd be nice to have. And obviously, like, Chris Evans, I think, has got the main one from the from the, yeah. the show. Uh, from the um, From the film. <laughs> I know, right? He's never even been Kratzka's parts. But he's got the real one, obviously, car obsessed. And uh, he, um, I think that's worth like a million pounds or something, like crazy money. But that one drives. Yeah. You can't actually drive that one. I mean, and it'd it have to fly. It flies as well, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it'd have to fly for a million pounds, wouldn't it? Yeah. What? Yeah. It doesn't even fly, mate. Oh, right. Have it back. So I, um, I was bidding for it, and then it went silly money. I think it went for about 20 grand. Okay. So that's not... I mean, and thank goodness... Because that was right at the beginning of lockdown when I thought lockdown was going to last three weeks. Mm. So thank goodness yeah. I didn't think, oh, I'll be all right. Sure, I'll be all right at some point. No, yeah. Jason. Of course, I could buy a flying car. Yeah, <laughs> doing all right. <laughs> yeah. So what were you thank bidding God. on? You weren't bidding on a... I was bidding on a couple of things, but I ended up yeah. winning. Uh, it was called, It's called um, like Junkyard Chitty. And it's the, it's the car oh, they yeah. find in the junkyard. So it's like uh, a that, broken down version before so they've like sort of done it all up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was a couple, you know, a couple hundred quid or whatever uh, on this auction site. So, um, anyway, I kind of forgot about it, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, and then, of course, at some point, they have to get rid of stuff that's in their warehouse. And I've obviously yeah. been avoiding their emails for however long. Naturally, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's I've arrived, Steve. It's oh, arrived. Okay. And How big I, is it? Not... Is it like a full car? Is it the full size? It's a full car. Okay. <clears throat> a full How car. did it arrive? Did it arrive on the back of a truck? Or? Yeah, it arrived on the back of a truck. Uh, four fellas had to carry it off. Where do you want this? I said, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a broken down chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> That's very specific. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, we'll just stick it on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah. That's so, um, so that's where it is at the moment. It's just sat on the front lawn. Is it boxed up or anything? Or, no, you know. I've had to put some tarpaulin over it to, to, to you know, protect it Keep from the, the birds off it. Yeah. And the, the birds, of course. I'll just stop it flying away. I don't know what, you know, yeah. know what skills it's got. Yeah, you uh, should but, get some ten pegs, anchor it down or something. <laughs> just in case, yeah. So um, anyway, my wife's seen it now and she's fine, you know, she's fine with it. Uh, the kids love it because, you know, steering wheel, it's got one of them ha-ha uh, horns. Oh, brilliant, yeah. I mean, they're the best. Why don't they bring them back and put and put them on proper cars? They should be on all cars. Well, I think so. Nobody listens to a beep anyway, so no. let's have some fun with it. Yeah, might as well, if, won't you? You know what I mean? I think so, yeah. I think if um, Elon Musk is listening, mm. I think that could be a really fun thing to pop on the new Tesla. Yeah, on a futuristic car, just to yeah. keep it, you know, grounded in... not to the past. You know, yeah. Ha-ha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, electric car. Ha <laughs> um, ha. So uh, anyway, it's there now, and it's on the front lawn. And uh, what are you gonna do with it? 
Well, at the moment, we're, we're having some work done uh, in the garden. And uh, I spoke to Andy, the gardener, the other day. And I said, look, I'm thinking um, I might put this out here in the, on water the front feature. garden. Could be a water feature. Could be uh, something that the kids can play with, you know. But yeah. it's like surrounded by... Because we're thinking in the front of having... Um, I can't be bothered with... Well, I can't be bothered looking after a garden, if I'm honest, Steve. Yeah. So what we're thinking is, instead of a lawn, we're going to have like a wildflower meadow. Okay, it's not a big yeah. garden, by the way. Don't think, don't yeah. in your mind think, oh my goodness, it must go on for ages. No, I can literally see the road. Like, right. It's, it's just because you said meadow. Meadow makes it sense. Meadow sounds bigger, yeah. It's not yeah. a meadow. It's very much a front, a front garden. Um, I think it'd be nice for eight months a year, and then four months a year, it'd look absolutely dreadful. But, you know, it's a risk of a smashed up car in the middle of it as well. And then a smashed up car in the middle of the kids playing on it. <laughs> I mean, You'll when get I grew complaints up, from the council. <laughs> I mean, a, yeah, a broken down car with the wheels missing. It's, it was a standard, wasn't it? That was a standard when I grew on my road. Yeah, uh, you know, that if it wasn't that, it was a posh. sofa or a fridge. Yeah, exactly. Someone's sofa or fridge in the front yard. So you know, broken down car. I think it's fine. I did ring. Uh, we buy any car yesterday just to see if I can any, plug any it. Any joy? It's not on their system, Steve. Well, that's not, not that's false advertising because it says we buy any car. <laughs> well, that's what I said to him. Mate, is that what you said? You didn't, you didn't say they have to be real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This one flies, <laughs> mate. It says any car, pal. Uh, yeah. He's like, what type, what make a model is it? I was like, it's chitty, chitty, bang, bang, mate. <laughs> it's that make. It's that one. It's that make, whatever make that is. Uh, I think we're familiar with uh, anyway, Not that one, not that one. It's not the one Chris Evans has got. <laughs> <laughs> this is from. The UK Tour 2016. <laughs> well, that'd be nice. You'd be able um, to see it on Google Maps one day, wouldn't you? Like Google Earth or yeah, something. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, you would be able to actually. It's worth it would. for that, isn't it? I think it's a good idea. Well, there you go. So if you're ever uh, driving around Stockport and you see a, a wreck of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, uh, you know, say hello. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. We're going to have an idiot amnesty here, Steve. Okay. And um, I'm, I, I feel like I shouldn't mention the person who I'm using as an example, but I'm going to because she's a dear friend and I've known her for very many years. And she realises the second she said this, uh, that it was one of the most foolish things anyone has ever said. And this happens to a lot of us, Steve, doesn't it? You say something, yeah. you're not thinking straight, and then as soon as it comes out of your mouth, you're like, oh, what an idiot. What have I said? It happens to us all. So... When we were filming Unbeatable up in Scotland, my uh, the, the woman who does my makeup, and we, we worked together for lots of years, uh, Nadia, and uh, we're having a little chat, and somebody else asked me, said, Jason, have you got any pets? It was one of these chats where, I mean, we're with each other for three weeks, we're losing interest in each other, we're yeah. coming up with whatever we're talking about. Everything, to get through. Yeah, really. Exactly, exactly. So uh, Tanya, the, the wardrobe woman, says to me, um, Got any pets? And I said, Do you know what we have? We've got a couple of cats. And uh, and actually, at Christmas uh, last year, I bought my son a tortoise. Uh, and we've got a little tortoise called Flash. And she said, Oh, cute. And then she said, They live a long time, don't they? I said, They do actually. Could live up to 80, 90, 100 years possibly. I said, There's an interesting fact that the, um, the, 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 the pet shop guy said to me. He said that you have to include them in your will. Mm. Oh, yeah, of course. Because they're really? all. Yeah, yeah. She said, you have to include them in your will. And Nadia pipes up, really? I said, yeah. She went, that's a bit mad, isn't it? I said, yeah, I guess it is a bit mad. She went, what, are you going to leave it? (laughs) 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 What am I going to... I said, no, I'm not including it in my will. I include it in my will. Yeah. Yeah, like like at some point I'm dead and there's a solicitor's office. And there's uh, my kids are sat there, and maybe you're sat there. My mum might be sat there. I don't know when I'm going to go. And then just at the end, just flash the tortoise and a, a little bump. Yeah, he's coming at the end, wasn't he? Really slowly coming at the end. <laughs> Sorry, the meeting's nearly over. Have you just turned off? I came as quickly as I could. <laughs> uh, you can have the house. Uh, you guys, he's left you some money. Uh, you can uh, have his guitar, and uh, you can have whatever's in the bottom drawer of the uh, the fridge there. Uh, yeah, that's that's for you, Flash. <laughs> well, imagine if you just leave him the house. That'd be, that'd be a real <laughs> funks. Oh, it was one of the, I mean, it was one of those moments, like I'm sure you've had them at work as well, you know, if you work in an office or you work with the regular people, when somebody says something in the morning and even in the afternoon when you catch each other's eye, like it's you're there, still having it, like, yeah. like, like, yeah. cry, like crying. Like, I mean, we were delirious at any point because we were knackered, but delirious uh, with laughter. So, um, 
so I just thought, why not have an idiot amnesty? Those moments yeah. that as soon as you say it, you think, what have I done that? Um, my brother is, a, is, a, is the king of these. The amount of things he says. And as soon as it come out, I go, mate, what are you on about? I remember once we were playing football and he brought brand new shin pads from Decathlon. Yeah. And he was dead disappointed. And I said, what's up with you? And he went, I've just bought these just on my way in. I'm not going to Decathlon again. I said, what's up with Decathlon? No, nothing wrong with him. He said, look at that. And he showed me the two, the two shin pads. He said, look at that. I said, what's up with them? He said, one's a large, one's a regular. I said, I think that's left and right. I was like, this is a man with, he's, 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 he's studied, he's got qualifications, he's got a job. He actually teaches other children. He's just seen it that way, hasn't he? Just for a second and then gone, oh. Just for a second. That's yeah. all it takes. That's all it takes. Uh, Laura says, uh, my mum once said it was strange that the flight to Egypt was shorter there than the way back. Uh, the bloke next to her joked, it's because it's uphill on the way back, and she genuinely believed him. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Leah says, uh, I once asked my mum if I knew my dad before he met my mum. <laughs> that's messed with time and space. That's just also, that's said. like something Marty McFly would ask. <laughs> yeah. uh, Christopher James Someone once told me their kid was named Orlando I said, oh, spelt like the country or the actor And she replied, Orlando isn't a country And it's spelt the same either way Spelt the same <laughs> <laughs> So you think twice Yeah Alright, see you funny. later <laughs> Bye then Bye. Walked into a glass door <laughs> Oh, sorry <laughs> Done it again. <laughs> uh, Anita says, uh, we were going for an appointment at the hospital regarding starting fertility treatment. I went in and made my way to the fertility unit whilst my husband found a parking spot. He never turned up. So I attended the appointment without him. When I caught up with him in the car park, he told me he'd gone to human resources. His logic was, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're trying to make a human. Yeah. That must be where we go for... Of course, it's human resources, isn't it? Makes sense. <laughs> Lateral thinking. There you go. That's brilliant. <laughs> Sat there in HR. Okay, I'm sure at any point this will happen. <laughs> Are you here for the job interview? Mm, well, the biggest interview of all, isn't it? Some would say. What a job. Yep. What a job it is. Parent. Uh, Ellis Cody says, uh, at a table quiz, the question was, what was William Shakespeare's wife called? The answer, Anne Hathaway. But a person on our team looked shocked and said she didn't realise... Anne Hathaway, the actress, was married to William Shakespeare. Oh. It's a different Anne Hathaway from 400 <laughs> years ago. Imagine they're on your quiz team as well. Yeah, yeah. That's not what yeah. you want, is Maybe it? Maybe they've got, like, <clears throat> they're good at geography or star constellations or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it's unlikely, isn't it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I uh, I remember a moment on um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on The Celebrity uh, he wants to be a millionaire. Was this and, when I was uh, your um, phone a friend? Yes, you were my phone a friend, weren't you? And I didn't yeah, call I did. you. No, and Tam knew the answer. You're joking, did she? Yeah, no, Tam knew the answer, yeah. But obviously she, she wasn't a phone a friend, so she couldn't have said it anyway, because there was a big, oh, massive yeah, guy sat between us. That's right, so they send like a security guard, don't they? Yeah, there's a knock house. on the door. Hey, mate, you're like, I'm uh, just there, <laughs> checking out, Googling it and stuff. And he just like he sat between. He was massive. He was about seven foot, tall and wide. And he just sat there. It was terrifying. I bet oh, it please was. Please don't ring us. Yeah, answer the phone sat now. All night. Two rings are on. Knock you out. <laughs> well, my dad had the same. He had someone sat with him as well, so he couldn't Google yeah. it. And uh, I rang him, and he got it wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I would have got it wrong as well. So. Well, yeah, I guess so. There you go. Uh, but I remember Amir Khan. Uh, there was no, this is an idiot amnesty. I mean, it was on the telly, to be fair, so he won't mind me saying it. Uh, but Amir Khan was my like partner. This was like because some shows they, they 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 let you pick someone if you've got a yeah. famous mate. But I didn't really have any famous mates, so they just went, "Oh, just Amir Khan's not got any famous mates." He's, he's from the north, isn't he? He's from near you. Is he from he's near Norwood, you? Bolton, that's near you, isn't it? Go on, let's put them together. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the question was uh, in. Um, in 16, you know, whatever, 1670 or whatever, uh, who discovered gravity after an apple fell from a tree, mm. right? And it was like um, Albert Einstein, Charles Darwin, Sir Isaac Newton, Louis Pasteur, or whatever, right? Yeah. 
And so at this point, right, because he was a bit nervous, I was thinking, right, well, I know this. But mm. obviously for telly, you've got to eke it out a little bit. You can't just say the answer and move on because there's no interest in that. No. So um, so I was waiting. I thought, well, I'll let him answer it because everybody knows this one. This is an easy one. So I said, I'm here. What do you reckon? And he said, I don't know, mate. I said, not at all. Do you know the story about gravity? Yeah, yeah, it rings a bell, like, but 1670, he went, that's before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gravity was around when I was born as well. <laughs> like, of course it was before you were born. Before Chris Tarrant was born as well. Like, <laughs> that's just only just, but still. I was like, that, that, is, that is always a get out, isn't it, for people? Um, yeah. Like when you, ask, when you do quiz shows, they go, oh, I don't want anything really from before I was born. Like nothing happened before. I can only take yeah, like you're, information. Like you remember everything that happened in your lifetime as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 1976. Yes, this would be... <sighs> Anyway, it was Sir Isaac Newton, of course, Newton, and we, we Newton, did actually yeah. win uh, like 25 grand or something, I think. So we did all right, but until my dad messed it up, phone a friend. Jason. Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters. We are outing ourselves, we're outing other people. Um, mainly it's been other people so far. Yeah, we're not outing ourselves as much, are we? <laughs> we're not really we're outing ourselves. Going, Guess what? I was with this bloke once and he said this. <laughs> I've never said case. anything stupid. <laughs> I am dead clever. Um, go on, what about you, Steve? What, you've got, you must well, again, I'm going to sort of out somebody else. It was when uh, when we were filming Benidorm, there was a lad in that. Basically, when you went home for the weekend, uh, you, obviously mm. you didn't sort it all out. The, the production office sorted it all out, bought your plane and you know t- what car you were in, blah de blah And uh, he was going home one weekend, and I remember he went up to Georgia in the office, and he was like, listen, I'm going home this weekend, I'm really worried because I haven't had an attorney. And she went, what? Huh? And he went, I haven't got an attorney. She's like, you're an American lawyer. Why would you need a... He's like, just, you know, with all the times on it. And she went, oh, do you mean itinerary? <laughs> and he just got <laughs> oh. the two words mixed up and thought was that. But he's also the lad who, because obviously we filmed in Spain and we'd have like mm. gazpacho soup every day. And I remember him saying once, oh, I can't drink that carpaccio soup. Which, um, <laughs> again, just... Um, just, what's oh. the word? Idiot amnesty, isn't it? You know. Idiot amnesty. A, Idiot amnesty. He's a lateral I, thinking lad. I, I also have a, I'm actually going to out myself here. Go on. Um, coming home from, so I'd never been abroad and I suddenly had a, um, my first holiday. I was like 20. It was with my ex-wife, Catherine, and we went to uh, Tenerife mm. and uh, we'd, we had no money at all. Like it was a real, like, it was one of those holidays where you ran out of money. And we were like eating the apples from reception, <laughs> just to sort of, yeah. like, instead of lunch, you know. Anyway, we got to the end of it and she pulls out like 40 quid or 40 euros or whatever. I was like, what's that? What have we done with that? She was like, oh, I didn't realise it was in like a pocket or something. I was like, oh, I could have had like two, three lunches with that. Anyway, it's our last day. We're at the airport and um, everything's in Spanish at this at, at the airport. I can't see any English anywhere. And uh, this is sort of like, 90s, mid-90s or whatever. Hmm. And I'm looking around and we get to, I think we're flying Ryanair or whatever. We get there and on the board, you know, it's sort of ticker tape across. So I was yeah. like, what's this here? And it said, and it said 40 euros. I was like, right, what's this for 40 euros? And it said yeah. 40 euros. Um, and then a, a, a Spanish word, I presume, it said extralagroom. And I was like, hmm. what the heck's extralagroom? 40 euros. So I went to the front desk. I said, I said, we've got 40 euros. I said, can we, what's this, what is the English for this word? She was like, uh, okay. I was like, you know, uh, extra leg room. What's this, what's this upgrade we can get? She was like, extra leg room. I was like, oh, oh, I see. That's not a Spanish Mal, word. That's not that Spanish. Just, that's a British that's word. That's not Spanish at all. Extra okay, leg that's what room. I thought. Thank you very much, madam. Um, buenos dias. Even <laughs> now when I see it, I have to take a breath and go, Extra leg room. Extra okay, leg room. <laughs> Extra leg room. Totally it's a Spanish word. <laughs> Jean-Louise says, uh, my friend moved from Manchester to Somerset and asked what the number for the police were in that area. When I said it was also 999, she was blown away. She was convinced it would change when your postcode does. That's worrying, wow. isn't it? 999. 999 is down here. You can ring all the emergency services. Helen Adams says, at a works function years ago, we had a talk from a guy who climbed Everest, had a fall, broke bones halfway through. Friend turned to me and said, I wonder if he died. <laughs> <laughs> he stood in front of you. 
That's good. The, That's a good the, one. The one good thing, the reason I reckon you haven't had any idiot amnesty, Steve, is the same reason I've not got many, which is because because of who we are when we're hanging around with people and because of what we do, a lot of times people think we're joking. Yeah. You just a said lot. something stupid and they go, oh, he's doing a joke. And you're exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Was, I've got away with that That's so many I was times. I was doing a joke, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so many times I've got away with that. going, oh, you. And I've gone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm, no, that's right. That's what I meant. <laughs> I definitely meant that. Just doing a joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lisa Connolly says, I was pregnant with my son and my husband and I were talking about Liverpool Women's Hospital as that's where I had my daughter. And he looked at me with a confused look and asked, if girls were born in the women's hospital, where are boy babies born? <laughs> Where are the boy babies born? <laughs> it took him a millisecond to realise the absurdity of what he said, but it was very funny at the time. This guy, this came from a clever guy with a degree and a master's. Wow. <laughs> Not in biology, I'm guessing. No. Crikey. Love that. Uh, Hannah yeah. Oliver says, My brother was once talking to my mum about one of his friends being really good at golf. My brother said, It's all to do with the timing. My response... Why? What difference does it make if you hit it at 12 or 6 o'clock? The room went silent before everybody burst into laughter. (laughs) There you go. Hannah's out of herself. That's what we want. Uh, Emma Harris says, I thought for a good two years that the previous president of the United States was called Barry Cabana. (laughs) (laughs) Barry Cabana. That's a great name. Barry Cabana. If I was a drag queen, that would be my name. (laughs) Welcome to the stage, Barry Cabana. Hey, girls. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'd go with. (laughs) Barry Cabana. Barack Obama for two years. You didn't think it was Barack Obama. No. Well, I told Barack. you it's like we've said this before. Where my mate thinks there's an actor called Samuel Jackson <laughs> that kills rather me. than yes Samuel L. Jackson. He thinks he's called Samuel. <laughs> it, it's funny that because I brought that up before with somebody and uh, my uncle actually, and he he could not hear the difference. I was saying, oh yeah, Steve's got this mate who thinks uh, Samuel L. Jackson is Samuel Jackson. He's going mm hmm. I was like, no, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he thinks it's Samuel Jackson, but it's actually Samuel L. Jackson. He's like, you're saying the same thing. That's the same word. It's the same <laughs> he thing. Hear, he couldn't hear the difference. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Mate, are you, are you, are you just banging the head What's or something? happening? Well, he What's happening the same thing twice. <laughs> Uh, Martin Krangle says whilst driving on the motorway my dad drifted onto the rumble strips when my mum asked what that noise was my dad said it was to help blind people stay on the road my mum said that's very considerate (laughs) amazing Uh, Darren Smith Fathers for Justice uh, climbed up Buckingham Palace on Christmas Day many years ago. When my wife saw it on TV, she said, what's wrong with them? It's Christmas Day. Shouldn't they be at home with the kids? <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. My goodness. That's, uh, yeah, these things that you say, as soon as you say them, you're like, oh, maybe I should have said that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kelly James has got an absolute cracker. She says, I once asked a guy what he did for a living. He said he was a suspended ceiling fitter. I asked him what he'd been suspended for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And well done for outing yourself, Kelly, as well. That's uh, that's what we want here this morning. So uh, if you're on uh, Twitter, on, on Facebook, please send your uh, idiot, please send your idiotic moments because it just makes the rest of the world feel better. Music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio this Sunday morning, or Steve, as I'm calling it, Line mm. of Duty Day. Oh, is it the last one tonight? It's the it? last one tonight. Dun, dun, dun. Mm, what's going to happen? Oh, it's going to be a big one. It's, it's a big one. It's very. It's been very exciting. The last episode, I thought mm. was the last episode, and I was furious. Because of the end. Yeah, because I was going, what? What's happened? Are you kidding me? And then they went, we'll see you next week for the very final episode. I went, all right then, oh, you lucky me. Yeah. It's, um, I do enjoy it though. And my favourite uh, person in it, I think it's everybody's favourite person, uh, is, um, is Ted Hastings. Mm, Hastings, yeah. Yeah, he's the one. He's the one. Um, mother of God. He's just got some great lines. Um, last week he actually went, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph and the wee donkey. Like, you're right in the middle <laughs> the of a donkey, really yeah. serious chat. Mm. And uh, Joe Davidson just giving it no comment. No comment. Yeah. No comment. For the whole... That's she, she had no lines to learn last week. No comment. Just no comment, yeah. Just no comment for the whole time. 
uh, but it is very exciting. Uh, you've not really watched this uh, this series, have you? Not really well, now anything. I've been all over the shop, haven't I? Really? So I've seen yeah, it. Yeah. I've seen what I've seen on Gogglebox. That's where I get my. I mean, it's, yeah, you know. that's what my brother said. He said I've never watched it, but I know what's going on because of Gogglebox. And my yeah, dad said the same box. thing about reading the paper. Went, Written oh, by yeah, Canic Lad, who, one of one of our finest, another Canic Lad, Jen Mercurio. Jess, he's, is it he's, Jess a, Mercurio. he's a Canic Lad. I want. I want to know. Is he really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I want to know, if I ever got to uh, interview uh, Jed Mercurio, would be mm. when you were writing series one, were you thinking about series five and six? Like, did you know that? You know, like with Breaking Bad, the writer yeah. was like, I had a five series structure and I knew I was yeah. going to go there. And I was gonna I go there. They do that in America. They give you five series, don't they? I imagine yeah, well, there is sort that. Of work for that. <laughs> so, but, do you know what I mean? Like, does, does, does every time he gets to a new series, he's thinking, oh, God. So complicated. Who's who now? He needs one. That little box like the woman off Gogglebox with all the notes in. Yeah, borrow that. that's, what you, that's what you need because all the letters are really, um, they're really confusing. You know, when you, you're sort of, uh, you're trying to, what you've got the, you know, you've got the o, OCG. Oh, yeah. Um, all the I different, mean, yeah. You've got acronyms. It literally should be called uh, Letter of the Law because that's what Ted calls it all mm. the time anyway. Um, yeah, or large. What they call acronyms. Acronyms, yeah. They're called like acronyms, aren't they? Yeah. So they've got like weird, uh, so it's like AC12, anti-corruption, uh, the AFO and the uh, the ARU and the ARV, CID, CIS. What about the CPS? Like it's it's full on just like letters. RAC. Or, you do need a little, the, the RAC, it's on the BBC. Hastings had, I think, the best quote. I, I know everybody loved the um, the, the line about the little, uh, little donkey, but my mm. favourite line in the whole series came, and it's almost like they waited six seasons to say this line, which was an absolute killer, I thought. Ted Hastings. So we know Ted's got the best lines. Mother of God. Got all them. He, he says that a lot. All right, fella. He says that, he says that quite a lot yeah. as well. There's only one thing I care about, and that's bent coppers. He says that a lot as well. I, I sort of go into a bit of Liam Neeson. I can't, I don't know. Yeah. This is the same I'll accent. I'll find you me. and I will kill you. <laughs> I'll find, I'll find bent coppers and I will kill them. Um, my favourite line was uh, the, the the chief, his boss, said to him a few weeks ago, Ted, you've got to let go of old battles. And Ted didn't even turn around. He went, Mom, the name's Hastings. I'm the epitome of old battles. Mm, there you go, yeah. Oh, it's a go. good line, that, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good line. I enjoyed that, I've got to say. Uh, that's been my, my highlight of the series. I've no idea who H is. I, I'm, I, my problem is I never get to watch it as it goes out live, so then I have to stay off social media for two days. And forward through five minutes of Gogglebox. You can't watch Gogglebox if you're uh, in the middle no, of the No, you, you see yeah, him come on. You see it come on, you go, oh, I've got forward this, but don't tell me it's finished, tell me oh, it's finished, really? tell me it's finished. That's yeah. That's the way to do it, right? I'll yeah. bear that in mind. Uh, so enjoy Line of Duty tonight, everybody. And do not tweet me. Who H is? Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. 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 I want to know if people are singing along to that. I think they are. I think somebody. I yeah, saw something on Twitter that people were having a little. Scene. I think we should release it as a charity single. I think so. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, but for definitely. a minute and a half, two, two, two and a half minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we could write some verses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could easily write. We'll release verses. it at Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> there Christmas we go. Bin chat. Yeah. Christmas bin chat, and we could do it like with a choir of bin men. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, That'd be good, wouldn't it? And we could have stomp dancing. Yeah. With all yeah. the bin lids. With all the bin lids on their feet. Yeah. And we could. This could be on uh, Royal Variety. This. Mm, okay. Right. So don't say any more, Steve. Let's plan ahead. That's it. Yeah. We'll leave the rest. Steal these ideas. Yeah. Yeah. We're going. We're going to take a bin chat global. Um, the bin chat is actually from a, an email that's coming from Howard Rober, who says, mm. Hi, Jason and Steve. I absolutely love the show. It's my favourite podcast. My nan just told me a story about her bins, and I instantly thought, this is bin chat gold. Ooh, bin chat Ooh. gold. Ooh, crikey. I don't know where he lives. Gold bin. Yeah. Crikey, yeah. what do you put in Maybe that Maybe there's one? an Olympic winner there who puts their bins out. <laughs> Maybe that's what that it is. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Is that Chris Hoy? Just got gold yeah. bins. That's Mo Farah's bin. <laughs> So, Howard goes on to say, My nana's retired neighbour goes on about four to five holidays a year, but for some reason refuses to spend £40 on a bin. Right. Instead, she puts her black sack out the night before. Last night, a fox came along and made a hole in the sack. That's what they do. Yeah. Uh, then by the morning, seagulls had absolutely savaged the bag, leaving a trail of rubbish all down the road. Oh You'd think this would be a lesson learned and the neighbour would realise it's time to buy a bin, but no, 
She's now going around asking neighbours if she can put her black sacks in their bins. Ooh, we've had this before, haven't we? Mm. Bin sharing. Interesting, mm. Howard. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd, I'd firstly say, you know, I'm pretty sure you you can get a bin for free. Mm. It doesn't cost you for a wheelie bin, does it? I think, I don't Doesn't know. every house well, come with a bin? Well, where we live, we didn't have a wheelie bin, so we, we had like a normal bin, and yeah. then we bought a wheelie bin. So I right. don't know if everyone's got wheelie bins. No, but everyone's got, surely... Entitled to a bin, yeah. You know, that's got to be one of the rules of this country, that everyone's entitled to a bin, whether you can yeah, afford one or not. Yeah, but you probably apply for a bin, you go in a system, there's people yeah. more deserving of a bin than you. It could be months, I don't know how long it takes to get I a bin. I don't know what it goes, I don't know what happens. But anyway, she, that's the first thing that flagged up for me. I'm sure everyone's mm, yeah. allowed a free bin. I bought a couple of extra ones because there's eight of us in this house and that makes sense. Yeah. But it's just one of you, then maybe. But then the next question, Steve, is the moral argument. And we've been here mm. before, haven't we, again, in bin chat? <coughs> we have which been is, here, yeah. We have been here many times. Which is, are you allowed to put your rubbish in, in, in neighbours' bins? What is the legal ramifications of it? Well, she, at least she's asking. Whereas that's you know, true. a lot of people, night dippers, well, aren't ask. they? No, you're a nice. I dipper. don't ask. I, 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 on occasion, I've not now. I've bought these extra bins, but on occasion, I've put my rubbish in my neighbours' bins. And, mm. well, and how would you feel if is. you opened one of those new bins and it was full of someone else's rubbish? Yeah, I mean, I won't be happy, Steve. You're right. Mm, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You've really taught me a lesson about <laughs> bins. Uh... Well, I'm glad you've seen it from another point of view. That's, yeah. I think we've <laughs> sorted all that out. I think if you've um, got an arrangement, you know. Yeah. You know. Somebody. Also, if it, you know, I'm not saying I don't know about Howard's Nana, but I can't imagine she's going through a full bin every mm. two weeks. If it's just you one, don't know if it, what I don't Howard's know Nana a, does, do you? She might, you know. Well, there is that. To, yeah. But if there's another woman on the road, another man on the road, they're living alone. They've got you know a bit of space in their bin. Then I think that, it's, yeah. I think that's okay if she's asked. As long as you ask, yeah. yeah. As long as you ask. Although, as we've said before, the legal ramifications are those bins do not belong to Even when you bought one for 40 quid, they don't belong to you. They still belong to the council. And so no, you are not breaking any... It's my bin. When it goes out on the street, it belongs to Oh, when it goes out world. on the street, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my gift to the world, my bin. But I mean... <laughs> Good to know. People are twicking them. If you fancy putting yeah. some rubbish in Steve's bin, that's his gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my gift. So, Howard, I would say it's fine as long, the fact that she's asked is, mm. does make it make all. And the you've difference. got space in your bin, and you've and got you've space, got in, space your in your bin. bin. It's not your. You don't need to get stressed about someone else's bin situation. Your nan doesn't. It's not her problem. Exactly, exactly. I'm glad we could clear that up this morning here on Absolute Radio. And that, Steve, is uh, is why we keep getting nominated for awards, mate. Uh, well, stuff like that. Yeah, just the ones, <laughs> but uh, because we're dealing with big issues like bins. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, they mm-hmm. saw it, and we got a jingle, and uh, here it is. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. 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 Bin we are talking We're idiots. Talking, uh, those on, moments let's get the inflection just... right. Oh. We are oh, talking oh. idiots, not we're talking idiots. Oh, I see. You Did see. it sound like we're, I was saying like we are. Good evening, everyone. We are talking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Which isn't that I far from the truth. That's not that far. No, that's, that's true. That's true. But we're talking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it still that's sounds all I can hear like now. Like, that's all I can hear. <laughs> we're talking about idiots. That's we're, so talking we're talking about, about idiots, so which are other yeah. people, generally. Not us. Uh, so the moment that you've said something, as soon as it's come out of your mouth, you think, oh, what have I said that for? Claire says, my son once asked me how I spell NHS. He was 12. <laughs> That's worrying, isn't it? That's yeah. worrying at 12. Yeah. Jane Adams, the one I said and haven't been allowed to forget was doing one of those crosswords where a secret word is revealed when you've completed it. I looked at it and it said, flaming O. I thought, what is flaming O? Why would it have flaming O as the answer? Like a really hot onion ring. Yeah, flaming O, yeah. The morning after a curry. Yeah. A flaming O. But no, it was a flamingo. Of course it was. Well, yeah. Find the bird in the secret word. <laughs> flaming yeah. O. What's a flaming O? Kathy <laughs> Gill says, I was sent to buy my husband a jock strap and was asked what size. I then had to ask what you measured. Apparently it's the waist. Phew. <laughs> okay, that was close. Yeah. Oh, that was close. <laughs> yeah, just a small one. 
Yeah. One will do. Absolutely fine. Uh, that that uh, shopping obviously is very difficult. When my granddad once went shopping mm. uh, for uh, my grand, so they'd been together for you know over sixty years or whatever. He'd never been shopping in his life. Yeah, she'd always done the food shop, mm. and they'd gone shopping, um, and she'd written like a list of things to get. So in the veg section, she was like, um, get the you know get the peppers, get the mm. fruit, get that, and then I need some spices, uh, get some salt, get some black pepper, and all that. So on the list, when he come home, she was pulling all the stuff out and uh, she pulls out an avocado, which neither of them have ever eaten in their life. They're not avocado eaters, Steve. What's this? And she's like, yeah. She's like, what, what have you bought that for? What's this? And she's, he said it was on your list. And she's like, I never put avocado on my list. He went, what? What's it called? Avocado. He said, he said no, you asked, for a bla- you asked for a black pepper. So on the, on the list, there was yellow pepper, red pepper, black pepper. She's like, no, pepper. Actual pepper. black pepper. Like salt and pepper. He's like, he'd been searching half an hour in the shop for black pepper. Found that it looks like avocado. it. Avocado. Avocado. Yeah. Right there in the same section. Uh, Anne Sindon says, my son had to return his duvet set to Tesco because he bought a single because he thought he meant he just got one set in the pack, even though his bed is a double. This is worrying when students start, you know, yeah, shopping for the worried, first time, isn't it? It can happen. I thought it was like his sort of relationship status. <laughs> yeah, get it's like that. a single if it's... I Crying at the till. Yeah. Well, it absorbs the tears better or something, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sharon Higgins says, when I was younger, I went to the doctors and he asked me what colour my stools were. I said, I don't have any. I've only got a small kitchen. <laughs> I've got three little chairs, but I mean... Um, <laughs> Kind of like teal, teal. Very confusing conversation. When you like, brown, they're brown. They're just brown. Al just brown. thought he was making chit chat. Like just, <laughs> just a light chit chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that one. Karen says, my brother-in-law said he needed some secateurs for his roses. I said that's disgusting. You mean manure? I thought you said sack of turds. I mean, why would you think that, <laughs> Karen? Why would you think someone said sack of turds instead of secateurs? <laughs> I mean, obviously, maybe that that tells you more maybe, about your relationship. Because it's a French word. Maybe he went for the accent and it went. You sack a girl, and it, it sounded like he said sack of turds. Maybe, that, maybe it's, it's like you fault. want manure, mate. Yeah, better for roses, isn't it? <laughs> Alexandra Campbell says my mate Annabelle suggested that they should make a blockbuster where you can borrow books, and we had to point out that she just invented the library. <laughs> Well, I think we've all been to a place where we've invented something before. I've said it before on the show, but I once invented glasses. Mm. Did you? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I invented glasses. Um, I was in geography, and uh, we were looking at a map, and we had to use a, a, a magnifying glass, a ruler, and a pencil. And obviously, I've only, I've only got two hands, Steve. Yeah, of course. And I was like, what I, I thought, I thought I was, if there's a way of putting this magnifying glass closer to my face... And, and I was thinking, oh, Suspending them do. up there somewhere. Yeah, maybe I could... You could use your ears. Hook yeah. it over your ears. And, and your nose. You can have them on your ears and your nose. Balance them on your nose. I was, I was like, oh my God, I've actually... And then I literally looked up and my teacher had glasses on. I was like, oh, I've just actually oh, invented... you've got them on. Just invented oh, glasses. She's beat me to yeah. it. Beat me to it. Yeah. And I invented the bicycle once. Did you? Yeah, I invented the bicycle. There was a fellow in the park on a unicycle. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's a laugh. <laughs> Looks hard, though. Looks Balancing on it. Looks dangerous. He's something to hold on to, don't you, really? I mean, because he's got nothing to hold his hands on to. How do you go left and right and stuff? I mean, that'd be... <laughs> do the next Honestly, I genuinely thought I'd cracked it. I mean, to be fair, when I invented the bike, I was 25. Like, that's not mm. even... I can't even say I was no. at school and I was stressed. No, no. 25. Well you done, though. like a proper Pretty eureka good. You're moment. like a modern-day Steve Jobs, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, essentially, I am yeah. a genius. Uh, yeah. I just... I'm. I'm behind my time. You know, some people are ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a few years. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rebecca Arnold has entered our idiot amnesty. She says, my driving instructor phoned me. I was 17. I should take my driving test in Russia. He was quite Russia. persistent. Yeah. She said it'd be easier to pass the test. I eventually agreed and put the phone down. Just sat there in shock. My dad said, what's wrong? I said, I don't want to go to Russia. I've never been. I don't know where. I don't even know where it is. I don't know how much it's going to cost. He said. He said I'll come with you, but (laughs) he said I'll come with you, but it didn't sound right. What am I going to do? I've actually agreed to go to Russia with him. My dad laughed 
for quite a while before saying, I think he said rush hour. Oh, God, he rush, was he? Rush hour. Rush hour. Rush hour. <laughs> you will have your driving lesson at rush hour. So that posh. Really, really posh. There was, when we, you know where we got married, there was, a, there was some uh, pillars, iron pillars from St Pancras Station in a circle. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a bell. And uh, the guy who was sort of showing us around, uh, my wife said, oh, they're named after his first wife. He calls that area Anne Henge. Anne must have been his first wife. And it was only when I heard him say it, he was saying Iron Henge. He was that posh. He was going, this is Anne Henge. So that's Anne. like Anne I Henge. I hear that. Anne yeah. Henge. This oh is Anne gosh. Henge. That yeah. is posh. You need to take your nice. driving test in Russia. <laughs> That's probably posh, that. Posh. Uh, here's another one. Well, this is more language-based. Uh, mm. Tommy Grant says, Back in French class in the 90s, I asked my teacher what je ne sais pas quoi meant. Big Kylie Minogue song at the time. She mm. replied, I don't know why. I replied, good. Oh, I'm only asking. <laughs> question. The full wasn't... class was in uproar. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, French was not my strong point, and I still cringe to this day. <laughs> yeah. It's easy, though. Easy, though. Caroline Louise says, working in A&E, I was accompanying a patient to X-ray who had actually been in a plane crash to work out how many bones were broken, etc. Mm. I squirted some hand sanitizer and rubbed it in, only to find that I had a small nick in my hand. I said, oh, oh. paper cuts, nothing worse, is there? I said to a patient yeah. with 25 broken bones. in a plane bones. crash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. nothing worse, is there? Oof. Well, you know, maybe. Sorry. <laughs> this Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy your bank holiday Monday. I mean, I'm working. I'm sure you are as well, Stevie. Well, it's not bank holiday over here in Gozo. No, no. It's, uh, Although it was it's just bank International Workers Day on Saturday. And, oh, um, how did that go down? We had the day off, weirdly. I'm well, that's ironic. That. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Doesn't make sense at all. I'm working as well. Uh, we are filming this Starstruck, which is like stars in your eyes. Uh, and it's a bit of a laugh, actually. It's good fun. I'll, I'll let you know more about that later on in the year when it's uh, going to be on the telly box. Uh, what else is happening this week? Uh, I'm filming a Les Dawson documentary. Mm. That'll be fun. And uh, I also have got some information about Unbeatable, which starts a week tomorrow. Uh, on BBC One at 2.15. So I'll, I'll let you know more about that next week. Enjoy the rest of your bank holiday weekend. See ya.